Hello and welcome to UOK Man, a men's mental health discussion. I'm Elliot. I'm Tom. And I'm very hungover. <laughs> uh, so, UOK Man? How's, how's your week been, Tom? Uh, it's been a, a placid week. I'll mm-hmm. stick with that term. Um, no, I just think still thinking about things, still going through things. Mm. Um, I think, yeah, last week definitely got a lot out that was good that I needed, that I had locked down, but I don't think this week there is anything particularly distinct that I need to talk about that I haven't fully thought about, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you've got to think through some things first and and yeah. No, and in exactly. doing in, in doing so, when you do think about something like that, you're you know you're far more likely to be able to discuss it in a comfortable manner. Um, exactly. In the coming weeks, so yeah, no, and I'm no, sure think... there are a lot of people in a similar situation to you. Yeah, especially at times like this, where it's yeah. very difficult to kind of get your thoughts in order. Yeah, no, I think there's a there's a lot of stuff going through my head, and I don't want to confuse that with with what's been happening. If that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of M&Ms in the bowl, but I only want to eat one of them. <laughs> that makes sense. It's a good analogy. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't, but uh, that's okay. It, uh, okay. All right. We got there. That's what I mean. And that's what I'll say. Yeah. That's what I'll say this week. <clears throat> that's fair. How's, how's your week been, Jake? It's been better than last week. Last week was good. depressing. As you and everybody listening will uh, know, um, last week was quite tough given... Um, all of the stories and the mental health um, issues that I had to hear as part of my job um, and the effect that that had on me. This week, uh, we've only did, I mean, we'd, we've gone back to the standard at work. Uh, we do one mental health week, sorry, one mental health hour per week. Um, and although they're tough, they're, they're manageable um, when there's only one of them. So, I, I mean, I'm not feeling as, as sort of depressed. I'm not feeling depressed really at all. Um, and uh yeah that sort of passed from last week uh this week however i've been incredibly irritable and i'm not too sure why maybe it's just uh you know sort of a rush of we we had that sort of depressed week maybe i've converted whatever you know that energy was into this um but i don't know i've just had no time um i've given i've given no time rather to to people to explain themselves to me um, and I've just snapped and I'm not gonna lie. I used to be like that when I was a kid. I used to, when I was growing, I mean, you know, pe- people talk about angsty teenagers and, and the way that they, uh, they don't give you time to sort of, to speak to them, to sort of, I guess, convert what they're thinking into actual speech, um, or, you know, actually d- directly deal with problems head on. I've turned into an angsty teenager this week. Um, I've snapped and, uh, Predominantly, it's it's headed itself with um, with my family and um, uh, my girlfriend um, who I who I live with, and yeah, I don't know. I've just been a bit on edge, mm. and maybe that is because I finally come to terms with the idea that I've got no time, and the only time that I do have is my weekends. And when I when I when I have, I've, I've spoken about this previously, and I think at the first podcast that we did, when I'm feeling like that, I want to be on my own I feel like I want to I want to do things to myself because I've been you know working for six days a week um 
but as it's gotten sunny and as lockdown has come out of sort of uh well i mean we slowly come out of lockdown i know from monday we're allowed to do far more things uh i guess i've sort of you know that we've my girlfriend's wanted to do more my family have wanted to speak to me more um and I guess I, I haven't wanted to do as much. And I don't think that's because I don't want to do it. Um, I, I do. I just think my priorities are in the wrong place. And because my priorities are in the wrong place, and because of, I guess, the energy I've converted from last week um, into into whatever this is now, this angsty teenage vibe, um, I just get irritable. And when something's, you know, my girlfriend asks to, asks to do something and I don't want to do it, I just sort of snap. Um, or if something, there's an issue uh, and I, I'm not, I don't like it, I just snap. And it's a horrible thing to do. I don't want to be like this. Uh, I acknowledge immediately that it's wrong um, in my head, I, but I go with it anyway, and that's even worse. Um, and whereas normally I'm somebody who likes to talk things through if there's a problem, I've... I've yeah I've fallen back on just getting angry and uh yeah I I don't like it yeah I don't mm. like it at all I don't want to be an angsty teen I'm, I'm 23 <laughs> do you feel pressured like even when you're at home compared to work you know what I have felt a bit more pressure this week yeah I've mm. uh this week I've started a, uh on Saturdays at least I've started a new shift pattern I'm a bit gutted that I've had to start that new shift pattern so that already um it's it's fewer hours and you might think why would you want to work you know more hours well I want to work more hours because the the hours that I was working at the end of the week specifically five hours on a specific show um were very beneficial to me in terms of my development as an assistant producer um and I've lost those and Granted, yeah, I understand why, and you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not arguing the point that why it, it's a very much understandable decision. It's just I went into the week going, oh damn, I've I've not got those hours anymore, and I'm you know perhaps that area of development being an, an AP is is lost. Um, yeah. But I have felt more pressure this week where I've um, I guess I've had deadlines to meet and I've almost missed them. I've I've, I've achieved them, um, but you know cutting it fine and that's not because i haven't been you know i've been leaving it to the last minute that's because uh radio works a certain way where you, you have to book people to come on a program and if then you know you could put a million um requests out to get somebody on a program and you might only get one or two answers um and it was just a scenario of that where nobody was getting back to me and uh we were cutting it very fine up to the wire and and yeah, and they did get back to the in the end, and we did get people on the program. But yeah, that stress is something that perhaps I haven't, I've never experienced it in the weeks before because I guess I've been yeah. given more responsibility, um, which is a good thing, no doubt. Mm. Um, but I've no, I've only ever experienced it on the weekends, ironically, in the shift that I've now lost. Um, and I, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really know how to convert that uh, stress maybe um, in the week, uh, given that. Um, yeah, it had never happened before. So perhaps that's a driving force behind this. Yeah, uh, no angsty teen phase that I am currently in. Um, exactly. No, 
nature. I was going to say, I, I, I get that because when I was at school, when I was a teenager, which wasn't actually too long ago, I suppose. <laughs> You're a young um, child, Tom. I know. <laughs> um, when I, yeah, because I was at school, I used to do six day weeks because of the school I was at. And I was on crutches at times doing my A-levels. So at school, it was high pressure, high pressure, high pressure, like I imagine it is for you at work at the moment. And then when I went home, all I'd want to do is just sit down, be by myself, do whatever I wanted to do. But obviously my family not seeing me and worrying about me and trying to care for me would want to speak to me, come and see me, say, do you want anything? And even just sometimes them saying, do you want a glass of water? I would just snap and that would be it. So I think... I think it, it it came down maybe came down to tiredness for me or the fact that I was just so stressed out so often and that I had no time to cool down that I was just stressed all the time. I think tiredness is probably a big one as well because yeah. I am an idiot in the sense that I, I get home from work at midnight in the week, um, Monday to Thursday, and I spend two hours with my girlfriend and then I stay up playing video games until about six in the morning. Um, which is awful it's terrible and I don't know why I do it but it's my free time it's the only time I get to do that and I go to bed and I get four five hours sleep Mm. and then I'm back up or I sleep through and I you know I sleep through until I've got to go to work Um, and yeah, I don't really spend time with my girlfriend in the day. And that in itself causes problems because I shouldn't be staying up that late. I shouldn't be essentially sleeping in all day. Um, It's both bad for me. You know, that that must have an effect on my mental health. It has to. Um, There's there's no doubt about it Um, because it's it's, it's not a balance of things. Um, And I... I imagine I'm probably irritable as a result of that as well. Um, But I've been doing that for a good three weeks, maybe even a month. And I guess I've, I mentioned my tone had changed. Like, you know, I I was losing basically control of my tone and how I came across. Maybe that's a continuation of that. Um, Again, I don't have answers. I'm not trying to answer my own question because I have no idea. But um, it's... uh, yeah, I, I guess it's just a situational thing where, I, and it's not good. I, I mean, I fully understand that, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm being out of order. I should not be snapping at uh, the, the smallest things. And uh, I can completely, I keep referring to it as angsty teenager stuff. And mm. it is because like adults shouldn't really react like that to things. Mm. We, we are logical beings. So, yeah, to me, it seems like, I mean, yeah, I was talking to you last week about that glass right and having having that glass filling up with water and and when it's full mm. the tiniest thing can mean that you start to to spill over and and water starts coming out and i think i think that given the week that you had last week the incredibly mentally taxing week that you had and then moving straight into a week where you felt a little bit uh annoyed at the fact that you lost your favorite shift um i, I think you might have moved on too quick from last week, if that makes sense. Because, I, I mean, you started this by saying, yeah, last week sucked, but I'm fine now. And I think Yeah, it is. It, it, I, I completely agree with you. I don't I'm know if I lie. fully believe you, Jake, because, like, last week was stressful for you. And you you saw and heard a lot of things. And I think to put the pressure on yourself to have gotten over it already is silly because obviously you can't process all of that in that time 
especially when you're working six days a week because once you're when you're working you don't have time to process that information because you're in work mode then when mm. you get home at midnight you've got you you can't be in processing mode because you want to be your best self to spend time with your girlfriend yeah and then, you, then you, i bury it then i bury it all. and then it gets to 2 a.m and she goes to bed and you're like well i don't want to be sat here in the dark by my thoughts with myself and my thoughts alone. so i bury it even mm. further you want to play video games so i yeah, I don't know if you have fully. It doesn't sound like you've fully. It doesn't, does it? Uh, it doesn't at all. And, and to me, that would that would really explain why this week you've been irritable because your brain is at max capacity holding everything in, and mm. anything that comes in. So say you know say you don't want to go outside and go for a walk because you're feeling tired, but your girlfriend wants to, and your mm. brain doesn't have the capacity to be like to weigh up. I want to do something nice with her. I don't feel like doing it. Will I feel better if I go outside? Will I feel worse? Cause then I'll feel more tired. Should I be going? Mm. And it's, it's all of these decisions, which your brain makes in a millisecond, but it can't because it's full. Yeah. <laughs> and I live my life uh, a million miles per hour. Yeah. Simply yeah. Because, because at this point in time, everybody's still locked down. You know, more people are going back to work, of course, but I've been working this entire time and the nature of the job that I do is just mm. fast paced. Mm. Um, and it's every day for six days a week. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I completely agree with you. I've just been burying everything. Um, I haven't, I guess I've felt better cause I've been ignoring it. Um, and perhaps you you know, the irritability that the, definitely is a, is a, that energy has been converted perhaps into irritability as opposed to depression mm. as it was yeah. I know exactly how that feels. Like I've yeah. a number of no, times definitely. in my life where I've played video games rather than address the problems and then become yeah. irritable mm. because of it. And it's, it's a, oh. weird because you hear you hear sometimes this like association of like, ah, oh, video games make teenagers aggressive or whatever. But it's I don't really think it's that. I think it's or for mm. me especially it wasn't. I, I used to play video games a lot because I I had a lot of, of stressful things going on in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of people who d- depended on me, and I didn't I didn't want to process that in my downtime. So I just played video games. And then when anyone else yeah. was talking to me, it wasn't distracting me from that, and I, I became very irritable. And I, I think that that's... see, I I I completely agree. I um, I make the amount of controllers I smashed in my childhood. <laughs> I, I was a I was a bad kid. Um, yeah. But like, I, I completely agree. Like that is a release. It's like you, you play them because you, you, you push everything down inside of you. The other thing I wanted to say is I got trashed last night. I, I drank <laughs> so much alcohol. For, for the first time in a really long time, I got obliterated. I drank two bottles of wine. Yeah. Um, that can't be good for me in, yeah. in mm. like this state at all. Yeah. And perhaps no. I did that subconsciously because I just wanted a release from something. Mm. I woke up at 10 a.m. on the sofa, for Christ's sake. Like, I... <laughs> I, I mean, uh, but, when was the last time? When was the last time any of us did that? Yeah. And 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 I did. And mm. I just I, that 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 as well. I think that in its own sort of in its own place yeah. is probably an offshoot of this irritability. It's, I'm yeah. trying to find a release for everything, and I can't find it mm. um, because I do. I feel trapped. I don't feel trapped in like my relationship. I'm very happy in my relationship. I don't feel trapped in my job. I'm very happy in my job. I just think I was so used to previously to having mm. so much free time. Mm. I didn't really do my degree, did I? Let's be, let's be <laughs> um, I, I, 
I didn't go to many lectures. I did a lot of um, student radio stuff, as, as I imagine a lot of you are aware. Um, and that was my sort of, I can do that in my free time. I could do that when I wanted to do that. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And it obviously helped that I did. Yeah. But I had so much free time. And now I don't have any free time. And I think it's, it's I, would lo- I, w- I would say I'm still getting used to working as much as I do. And... I mean, I got into a relationship. Um, well, I was, I've been in a relationship now for like nine months. Um, and I got into that around about the same time. So it was all a big life change at yeah. the same time. And I think I'm still settling into that period. I want it. I very much want it. I want mm. both the things. I want the job and I want my relationship. And I'm very happy with both of those things. It's just, especially given the situation, the scenario that we are, we are in, that we, you know, we can't go to the places we want to go. I mean, I'd, I'd absolutely love to go to the cinema. I can't go to the cinema. I'd absolutely love to go and play uh, golf with you two on the, on the driving range. I'd love to do that. We can't do that, unfortunately. Um, and I think it's just all of this mixture of, we started something new, you know, before the lockdown. Um, I mean, quite far before the lockdown, granted. Um, but then I start, you know, I started multiple things new before that. And then now we're in the situation where I think it's all catching up to me. Mm. Um, and that joined with the million miles an hour lifestyle that I currently lead. Um, and the lack of sleep and the, you know, the depression from last week. It's all just piled high. And you're right. It's that glass yeah. that's, that's full. Mm. Um, and the, you know, the little tiniest thing that is added to it. It's pushing me over the edge at the moment. And it's not a good thing at all. And I mean, I need a counsellor more than anything. Yeah. I need to speak to somebody. Um, mm. But I mean, I don't want to get into this whole issue, but and maybe it's one for next week. But I feel very guilty in utilising the NHS at this moment in time. Mm. Um, and it's yeah, horrible. Because it's... You, I mean, in, I can understand it. And if I was dying, I wouldn't feel guilty at all, um, obviously. But mm. I think this is an urgent thing of course it is it's an urgent thing but it's not as urgent as somebody needing treatment for the this virus or somebody and you're going to tell me that's wrong and i'm going to tell you but i still feel guilty yeah um i, I don't know if that's so, wrong I, I think it's like you've got to understand that uh the mental health uh side of the nhs is different to the physical side of it so the the doctors and nurses that are dealing with corona aren't the same ones that are going to be but a lot of but a lot of the and i I know this i can verify this because i've spoken to people who work on the mental health side of the nhs Mm. specifically counselors who have called in to our own mental health hours yeah saying we can't deal with this like this is crushing me yeah you know a, a mental health practitioner um yeah, and we've had a couple, mental health practitioner who is struggling to cope with mental health impacts of coronavirus. Mm. So when you hear that from yeah. multiple sources, you, you feel even more guilty. But there's, so there's, there's also a lot of charities uh, which are yes. still operating and are operating. Uh, Concert says there's Mind, there's Samaritans, there's Calm, uh, who all have hotlines open. Um, and, and especially if you don't feel like you're ready to go for a full counsellor and, and to find a full counsellor at the moment oh i'd love to go for a full counsellor um, so the, the, well the, yeah the other side of it is that there are still private counsellors and, and private therapists um who are still operating and they're operating via calls and stuff and a lot of them 
I think are doing slight they're sort of discounted um, than before. But again, like private therapists are not cheap. Um, and, and if that's not something which you can afford to do right now, that's, that's like, that's absolutely understandable. And it's, it's really difficult to be in that situation. Um, I'm not suggesting yeah. anybody should follow my what, what I'm saying because you know that my guilt isn't it's a valid feeling it's it but it shouldn't be stopping me from doing yeah. and going and getting help um it's yeah unfortunately it, it's, it, it's 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 just one of those things where mm. I don't even know if I've had time I mean there's, there's a time element as well I don't, would I have time to be able to well I mean you, you you have a day off a week right and well i have more like two days off now yeah it seems tough to dedicate one of the you know an hour of an hour of that if i can do this i can do that is what you're saying yeah absolutely it's true but i think that's what you guys uh well i was just gonna say quickly like absolutely uh bring up all these things with amber about how you think that you've been perhaps ignoring what's been going on um and and maybe sit down and have a have a chat with her and and see if you can work through anything that way talking about it um, but I, I think the most important thing here, if you don't feel like you can go to the NHS at this time, is making sure that you have a, a support network that you can go to. In and I do with you guys. It. You absolutely do. But there's I have a and, and you can ex- with my you good can friends. Yeah. Expand that infinitely, Jake. Um, I can. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, like I said, I'm very self-aware of this. Of this, like, yeah. I understand what is going on. So tackle um, it. So do it. Tackle it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you going to say, Tom? No, I was just going to say, like, you know, it, I mean, obviously these aren't going to be your solutions, but what worked for me, you know, when I was when I was younger was just like finding a happy place and just going to something. For me, it was golf. Just being able to go out every weekend, play. I know we can't now. It's a useless example because it's really <laughs> But just going out, getting on the course, out in the sun or just in the fresh air and just playing golf, being by myself, sleeping more. That always cleared my mind and just having a good spoon. I, 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 it's a personal question. I won't, so I won't ask. I don't know if you spoon with Amber. But just oh, having... I love spooning. And yeah, I love, just... and I think, I just, I want to point this out. I think being the little spoon is better than being the big spoon. Best thing <laughs> Very in the world. true. Very true. Like, it's the most comfortable feeling. <laughs> I don't is. understand why there's this negative idea of men shouldn't be the little spoon. Exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> Come on, I want to be comfortable. I don't care what. I, I, have, I, have, I have no care what you think. I want to be the little spoon. Exactly. Just have a good old cuddle. Be the little spoon, Jake. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing you need. So how have you been, Elliot? Uh, 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 I don't really know. I, I've really... It's been a really weird week. Like, it's, it's felt really surreal because I started the week really, really productive. Monday and Tuesday... I so I've, my deadline is in two days for my final assessment, um, which is a, a short story I'm writing. Um, and I started this week being like, right, you've got a week to do this. This is more time than you have ever had to write anything before for an assignment. So what you're going to do is you're going to read every day. You're going to write every day, and it's going to be great. And I had Monday and Tuesday. It was great. I read like ten short stories each day. And I was writing like 500 words every day and it was great. Um, and yeah, then it's just this, it's just kind of falling apart. But like, it's, I don't really know why. Like I've just been, it's you just been take, a, a strange week. Give yourself credit though. You did two solid days of yeah. work. And, some, and, and you know, that's incredibly difficult for some people to do. And I know in, in, your, in your situation as well, like, you know, you've said you, you've, you've struggled to do that previously. You still mm. did two days of solid work. And that's a great yeah. thing. 
and I'm I'm really happy with what I've written. Like I've I've because uh, I I do find writing and sort of creative things as a as a great like uh, output in general, right? So even even in everyday life, it's I find it good to have a creative outlet to kind of help me come to terms with what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. But just throughout all of lockdown, I've had no ability to do that. Like I've I've just not mentally been able to. And we've sit down we've touched, and do anything creative. Yeah, we, we I mean, we've touched on this, haven't we, in previous mm. podcasts? And so even more so, you know, that that's an achievement again, where yeah. you've sat down and you've done two days. And it's unfortunate, obviously, to hear that you struggled after that. Um, but do take solace in the fact that you achieved that. Yeah, and it, it does feel good. And I'm I'm really pleased with what I've written. It's different to a lot of stuff that I've written in the past. It's much more surreal in its in its imagery and and uh, in its concepts and stuff sign, sign of the times that is yeah well this is this is one thing i wanted to bring up was it's really interesting because um i was reading an article about art in in during uh pandemics wars stuff like that and during world war one there was there was so much uh poetry and art and really moving stuff that came from it as people saw like a new side of humanity um, and then you had the 1918 Spanish flu. And for the next year or two years, you had no major art movements and you had no major pieces really? of literature or poetry or whatever talking about the Spanish flu. And obviously you, obviously you do have people still writing about it and talking about it and stuff like that, but nowhere near to the scale that you did during the war. And it's, it's, there's something about the fact that this is a pandemic which at its core isn't a human like it's not human problem we're not dealing with human nature being the cause of our suffering whilst i disagree with that to a certain extent i think the government's done a not great job but for the you know at at its core it's a virus it's not a human that's inflicting this and i think that Mm. means it's quite difficult for a lot of people to come to terms with but then post post the the 1918 Spanish flu, you had a lot of really important artistic movements. I think Dadism was one of the really important ones which came out of it. And you have a lot of artistic movements which are quite surreal in their nature. And I think this new reality which we're presented with, this lockdown reality, is surreal. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see the kind of art that people do come out with and uh, and, and how they do address uh, what's been going on. Yeah, so, so Dadism, yeah, sort of... Uh, was it was around that and that was that was a kind of very uh surreal avant-garde movement um but and yeah that, well, so I've, your work is following the similar similar thing. yeah basically i'm saying i'm starting a new artistic movement uh that's that that's what i'm trying to say here i wouldn't um, expect anything less from you elliot <laughs> but yeah it's it's so that's helped a little bit i think uh come to terms with what i'm feeling but then yeah then this second half of the week i felt really muted and stressed and kind of unable to do anything like I I wake up uh I I don't yeah like I've been staying up a lot later which isn't great but Mm. I I just I feel like I'm not sleeping right and I feel like I'm waking up wrong and I are you are you going to finger on it are you going to sleep and finding that when you wake up you don't feel rested yeah because that's the worst feeling in the entire world and it's like uh, what do I what, what more do I do I've slept for 12 hours and I feel more tired than when I went to bed it's horrible yeah and it's it's mentally draining and I, yeah I just can't quite put my finger on it I've been working out again so my brother me and my brother have been working out a little bit mm. which is good to feel physical exercise again but 
I still you're release feel... endorphins into you as well. And that, yeah. theoretically, that should be making you feel good at the time. Mm. Um, might it might be the reason you're more tired as well if you're you know your body's not yet yeah. used to working out as much as you but are. Surely, I'd, surely I'd sleep better if that was the case. You know, I, surely I mean, if I'm I was not, physically I'm not, tired, I'd I'm sleep not a doctor, better. so I can't tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Yeah, so it's what, just what, do weird. You, you, you say you can't. Can you pin something to why you've been feeling the way that you have been feeling? Which is, it seems to me that you've been feeling drained. Yeah. Um, of I energy. think, I think uh, obviously a big part of it, like, and I, I don't think I really realised it until, uh, wow, I don't know if I fully realised it, but I think a big part of it is what's going on in America at the moment. Uh, so the, the, the killing or murdering of uh, George Floyd and the subsequent riots and, protests and police brutality and and it's it's filled my social media and i've seen some really great videos like i've seen so i've i saw uh i think his name's killer mike uh he's a rapper but i saw a really incredible speech from him uh mm -hmm. earlier today uh about solidarity and um you know rising from the ashes and stuff like that but it, it's also watching the the horrific way in which the police are behaving that's just draining like i i think you're right i think it is probably draining me more than i think and i i, I find i'm not very good at taking myself off social media like i mm. can sit and scroll through instagram for for ages and i think that is is probably having an effect because i'm just seeing video after video I mean, in New York, the police were running down protesters in their cars. Uh, in uh, Michigan, I think, uh, police in riot gear were walking through residential neighborhoods and firing tear gas and rubber bullets at houses. With, there was no protesters on the streets. There was nothing. They were just shouting, get in your houses. And anyone who wasn't in their houses, it was a, it was a video of someone, they were just on their lawn watching the protest, their front lawn, mm -hmm. their property. And uh, they, got, they got rubber bulleted uh it's just it's just horrific man and like it's really tough to just watch and feel so powerless and like i've i've signed the petitions and donated the money and whatever but like in terms of actual action i don't feel like i can go to any of these protests that are happening in london because that's that's to me that's breaking lockdown and that's that's unsafe because there's 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 a lot there's a protest today and Monday and at the end there's two at the end of the week as well in London. Mm. And, and I you want to go? Know. You wanna... I, but then, yeah. But I don't it, feel it, like I can't. It, it's, it's this situation in America is obviously horrendous, mm. but it isn't helped by the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic as well. Mm. Um, it's like having a fire and pouring um what well, the time is gasoline isn't it pouring petrol <laughs> over the top of it um and watching it go up even more yeah. but you're standing right next to it so you're getting the full force of the heat because yeah. you can't get away from it because as you say it's all over social media and while you're scrolling on social media and it is all over social media it's the only thing you're going to consume mm -hmm. and because you have you know friends who are uh you know invested in this and uh, you know are likely very much in the same you know, situation of wanting to be uh, there and wanting to protest, mm. um, you're not going to get away from it. Yeah. And but it, and it I, feels... I speak I speak sort of from experience where because I work in news. Yeah. Um, the way I have gotten away from, I guess, 
feeling the force, the emotional force of the news is I only, I only acknowledge the bits that I need to know. And the bits yeah. that I need to know, when I don't need to know them, I just bury them. And again, that's terrible. You that's shouldn't the, but that. that's unhealthy. And, that is unhealthy. And it also feels, because the other thing that I've considered is being like, right, I'll take a social media break. I'll just delete Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of it. I'll keep Messenger because I need to talk to people. But like, I just need to get rid of social media. But that feels irresponsible. Because just because I'm ignoring them and just because I go off social media, it doesn't mean that it's not happening. It just means yeah. that I'm not hearing about it. And that feels irresponsible. And even then, like, well, your friends are talking about it. So mm. you're not getting away from it. And they're mm. going to want to know your opinion. And <sighs> deleting social media, as much as people describe talking about it and, and, and all of that, you, I think you're right. I think it, I'm not going to say it's immoral to do, do that in a time like this. Mm. But I am going to say that I think there is a middle ground between you know taking yourself out of a situation that is clearly upsetting you mm. um and being active in condemning it yeah i think there is some middle ground it's just how do you find that balance mm. and the so uh, another part of it which is like it's kind of been bothering me but i don't know whether you've seen it it's it's people on on instagram and and yeah it's mostly instagram but doing like a ah oh, hashtag black lives matter tag five friends which just feels weird. I don't know if, I don't think I like that. I, it feels superficial and it feels like activism is being made into a game or a Are you suggesting it's like, or... it's like the whole thoughts and prayers, isn't it? Yeah, when yeah, that's dies, exactly the politician it. says, oh, all of thoughts our and thoughts prayers. and prayers. It's so superficial. It yeah. means nothing. And, like, and there's, there's like a, everyone on Instagram is trying to live their best life right and everyone's trying to show off how amazing their life is and, mm. and, and and in a superficial way and that's the natural way for activism to occur on instagram is for people to superficially be like oh i stand with george hashtag back lives matter tag five friends to kind of be like look i'm an activist but i don't have to do any of the reading or understanding of the situation that is unfolding i just have to know that black lives matter yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's. But you're you're just stating a you're just almost you're just stating a fact. Yeah. Like not you're not doing anything. It's not participation at all. What what participation is is actually you know starting a campaign. You know, activism is donating to a you know a campaign that already exists. Starting a campaign, um, yeah. actually doing something on the ground or virtually in the scenario that we're in. Um, I don't a, think a lot that, of how I think activism can occur over here when when the current because obviously we have a problem with police brutality and racism in england too but currently mm -hmm. the, the the main pressing matter is in america and to kind of over here i think i feel like the most we can do is just make sure that we are listening you know what i mean like listening to the voices that are talking mm. at this and point. how is just just to throw it back to i mean it's it's easy to get political as we yeah. all know especially the two of us um <laughs> being into the politics as we are um how has this so you were talking about instagram and yeah. you've trying to be been trying to get away with it how was this sort of seeing that how has that impacted your mental health is it the lack of is it the lack of ability that you think for you to actually contribute to the activism that's going on 
Yeah, I think I think there's maybe three aspects to it. Yeah, I think I think I feel powerless. I, I watch mm. it and I feel powerless. I think it's depressing to see that humans can behave like that. Yeah. And I think it also feels inevitable that after three years of a hate-induced, of a, of a, uh, a bigoted and sexist president in the US who actively uh, fuels this, this violence and, and hatred, I think it's inevitable that this is the outcome. And that's depressing because I, to, to watch that happen and four years ago to go, I know what's going to happen. And then to see it happen, it's just, yeah, it's depressing. And, and it looks as though that popularism is just taking over all, all over the world. And popularism like that, where you describe, where people can get away with it. Yeah. Where people, there, there's no accountability. Um, that, I mean, that, that yeah, it, it, makes, it makes the little person, the person on the ground, feel powerless, mm. which is why you're seeing things like this happen. Um, and in terms of depressing, I mean, I, like I say, I bury all of this stuff and it's not very good, but I don't think I've, I've had, a, had a chance to compute that yet. Mm. I guess I'm just strolling along casually thinking that that's, it's not okay, but it's just, it's, it's happening. And I, I don't think that's yeah. very good, Jake. I think that's a horrible thing to do. Um, it's different. And but- in your case, you're trying to do something about it or wanting yeah. to do something about it. But again, you're. I feel I feel I don't I'm not I'm not gonna say I pity you but I I understand the situation that you're experiencing Mm. is tough yeah it really is I was talking to my brother about it yesterday because I I get quite worked up by a lot of political stuff as you know but like he's quite good at sort of letting things go and we had a we had a we we talked about it because he he's very much of the opinion that like I have done my bit in knowing that it's wrong and Mm. But it's not good for me to just keep watching and keep diving, and, and it affects you know it affects his mental health. And but I you I don't that. I yeah, totally but you don't that. think you don't think you've done enough, do you? No, because I think yeah. but like looking at him, I'm not going. You haven't done enough. But for no. me, I'm there, and it, it feels like I'm I need to be doing more. And it's yeah, it's just difficult. Like it's finding that balance because obviously I need to look after my own mental health. You have but, to look after your own physical health as well if you're yeah. going out into a yeah, protest. Yeah. I've got to consider my physical and mental health, but does that mean that I can ignore my social responsibility? Or yes, yeah, it's, it's just tough, man. It's uh... well, the prime minister used the term. I believe Matt Hancock, the health secretary, used the term. It's your civic duty. Yeah. Do you think it's your civic duty? to acknowledge what's going on and and do something more because if one thing can be a civic duty and the government are saying that surely something as serious as this should be a, a, yeah. a civic duty but i, I think um, it goes beyond civic right it's a it's a human thing to care about yeah. that. we're talking morality here and mm. and it, yeah it is a human thing to care um I'm just sorry it's had a you know such a, a negative impact on your mental health, but I can completely understand why it has because again mm. we're living in we're living in very surreal times and very negative times as well, mm. and it's very easy for that negativity to swamp us. Mm. I've I've talked to a couple of people about it about you know about what's going on and and I feel like that's helped a little bit, but again you can kind of get yourself in a situation where you're sort of working each other up about how mm. awful everything is. 
and I, I don't yeah I don't really have an answer I don't really know what the out is and you know obviously we're not here to solve everyone's problems but yeah I'm no. just I'm, I'm struggling with that internal dilemma of what I, I should do and what I can do throwing it back to what I said earlier it's it's about finding a balance mm. and I can't I'm I don't know what that balance is mm. I think balance in that case especially you know is what you feel and you have to find that balance on your own sort of path talking about it with people will obviously sort of put into perspective what you care about and 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 the things that you you want to do more but I think that is a path for you to to go down and for you to to follow and for you to find the answer for yeah no I I I absolutely agree with you um and yeah I'm just going to make sure that I I'm, I'm touching base with you and Tom and and other people to kind of help you know ground myself as I'm as I'm trying to work out what that balance is but yeah so that's yeah that's that's where I'm sitting this week well hopefully hopefully by the time this time next week you're um perhaps further on that path if not completed that path to understanding yeah what that balance is because like you say you have to you you as humans we care and we have to you know we have to be positive and we have to help in some way, especially mm. at a time like this. But that has to stop when it negatively impacts yourself. And yeah. that is the balance and where you find it. Um, hopefully it comes sooner, sooner rather than later. But yeah. So thank you for talking me through that. And uh, yeah, I'd also like to thank Tom. He's, he's, he's had, he had to nip off just before I started talking, but, um, and, and thank you guys at home for listening. Uh, but yeah, on that note, I've been Elliot. I've been Jake and very hungover Jake, that is, too. <laughs> uh, and Tom's also been here, but <laughs> not right now. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys, and uh, please stay safe. Thanks for listening. Please remember that none of us are professionals, and if you do need help, please seek professional advice from either your local GP or any of the established charities that I'll leave in the description. If you want to see what else we're up to, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Jesting Dog Productions.